You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday. It's uh, Flannel Friday, except for you didn't come I ready for Flannel, flannel Friday. last week. <laughs> I didn't want to wear it again. That'd be a little weird. What? What's wrong with wearing flannel every Friday no, in St. Louis in the winter? I only have one flannel right now, so... I mean, I guess I could wear it every week. What are you saying no about people who wear the same flannel shirt every Friday? Is there <laughs> something wrong that? with that? I guess if I don't notice, then maybe Apparently you wouldn't notice not on. <laughs> Such well, diversity in my wardrobe. I mean, it's fine. That's the joy of, of being in radio. <laughs> nobody no, knows. Nobody knows that I wear the same flannel Unless shirt every Friday for it. the Flannel Friday edition of <laughs> Coffee Hour. Well, now everyone knows. We so. have some really good stuff lined up for the Coffee Hour today. I'm excited. Um, and you know how much I love alliteration. So on Flannel oh, Friday, gosh. we're talking about the Faith and Film Festival that's coming up in January. Do you have so. any more words that start <laughs> with the letter F to... It's going to be fantastic. Friday? Oh, there you go. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff on deck. Uh, excited to talk about this. this. is the first Faith and Film Festival happening here in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. at Concordia Seminary in January. And excited because we have the co-creators uh, to talk with this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally excited about it. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you weren't even drinking your coffee. What, was, by the way, I, I didn't was looking ask, for a coaster. There's what no, coffee? There isn't one in front of me. There you go. Oh, thank you. Handy little KFUO coaster. <laughs> um, what coffee are you drinking? Oh, I forgot to ask. This is the uh, donut shop blend. Super fancy. Wow. <laughs> Not wearing flannel anymore. I know, drinking I'm, fancy coffee. I'm like, I know. I'm losing my coffee nerd status right now. <laughs> so sad. Uh, the, the Faith and Film Festival coming up in January. I'm really excited because uh, we have the two co-creators and continuing Ed as well to join us to talk about this coming up in January at Concordia Seminary St. Louis. Joining us today, Heather Choate Davis. She's an LA-based writer, speaker, creative director, and co-creator of the Faith and Film Festival. Heather, thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. I am so happy to be here. I do have one confession to begin with, though. I'm a tea drinker, and that's what I'm having now. I mean, I knew it. that's fair. What kind of tea are you drinking, though? English breakfast. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's good. You're you're allowed to be on the show still. This it's is permissible. I only have coffee when we have a coffee truck here, so. That's true. Or and then it's the extra caffeinated coffee hour. <laughs> can only do that every once in a while. Also joining us this morning, the Reverend Jacob Wampler. He's a pastor at Faith Lutheran Church in Topeka, Kansas. Also co-host of the Cinema Bros. I'm excited to learn more about the Cinema mm. Bros podcast and co-creator of the Faith and Film Festival. Pastor Wampler, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me. Um, and I'm drinking whatever coffee I found in my burr grinder this morning. Oh, boy. So. That's an adventure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's good. Wow. That's exciting. Whatever he Surprise. finds. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise coffee. I should try that. That's kind of what it is here in the studio, too. It's so true. You uh, never know. Erica Bennett in studio with us today. She's the director of continuing education at Concordia Seminary St. Louis and drinking whatever coffee I put in front of her this morning oh in the boy. studio. Erica, That's thanks very... for joining us this morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. It's very trusting of you. It's, it's a little scary, but <laughs> it, it will suffice. <laughs> It's wow. a popular brand. Hi, 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 Mark. For that, <laughs> Heather, tell us, uh, tell us about your relationship with film. Well, I wrote movies way before I ever opened a Bible, so it's it's really my first language. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be in the Writers Guild. I didn't come to faith until I was in my early thirties. Um, some people know about me from my conversion memoir, which is called Baptism by Fire. But my love of film never stopped, and my eyes to see. Christ alive in film, once I could see Christ alive in everything, were just 
present. And later, as I got deeper and deeper into the church, and when I went and did my um, master's uh, in theology at Concordia, what I realized is just this grave disconnect. And I would come into class and be like, oh, did anyone see this movie over the weekend? And people would look at me with just contempt almost. You know, not only were they not seeing them, they thought the fact that I was seeing them was somehow wrong or off. And I thought, this is just crazy because there's this beautiful language language of the people, language of the world, language of our neighbors happening that we're invited to participate in and to see people's stories, to enter into people's stories through this art form and to give ourselves some common ground for conversation that I think can be really helpful out in the margins. Yeah, oh, so many good things that you said that hopefully we can come back to you since we have the whole program for this today. Um, but Pastor, uh, you have a podcast and I want to talk about that in a second. But what what is your relationship with film? What, what is interesting to you about film? Well, I I shared this actually when we had our, our very first meeting at the seminary with uh, all the kind of people that are involved in the, the film festival now. Uh, but my relationship with film began at a very young age. I grew up in northwestern Wisconsin. Um, if you've ever been there before, uh, north of Eau Claire, uh, there's not a lot to do, <laughs> um, especially in the winter. And I remember as a child, uh, my father finding out that I had never seen Star Wars. <gasps> <laughs> and he proceeded to say on a Saturday, uh, a snowy Saturday in January, well, then we're going to watch all three. <laughs> um, and so that was my introduction to Star Wars. And then my mother did a, a very similar thing uh, with uh, the Rocky films. Um, and uh, she found out that we had never seen the Rocky films. And so then throughout the course of a weekend, we watched, uh, you know, Rocky, I believe, one, two, three, four. We won't talk about five. Um, <laughs> but that really, uh, for me, began this this love of uh, film and cinema. Uh, then uh, compelled me actually in high school to apply uh, for a job at the local movie theater. And uh, I worked behind the concession stand and then uh, was later promoted to a projectionist. So uh, as the the era of film waned, I actually was one of the last uh, projectionists that got to put together film hmm. uh, that was then projected, you know, onto the screen. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'll always be thankful for those memories of being able to put together film. And I actually shared this with Heather, but I, I think in my own way in high school, I often uh, would put together film. And as I was putting together the film would hope that um, this movie would be able to help someone um, is specifically related to like the aviator, which is a Martin Scorsese film. Uh, I, I realized there was an art happening there and hope that it would be able to help somebody uh, in some way. And uh, so that was kind of the beginning of my uh, kind of love of film. And then that just continued into my adult years as well and brings us really to uh, this conversation today. I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. And very quickly, uh, you you have the Cinema Bros podcast. What podcasts are the thing now? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but what I've heard about these things. Yeah, they're kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah. we might do a couple. Um, <laughs> what is what is this podcast? What do you what do you talk about when you dig into? So my. Uh, it, really, it came from an idea that I had uh, about three or four years ago now. Um, my brothers and I, I have two younger brothers, Sam and Josiah. And because I'm, you know, away from home and in Wisconsin, we don't often have time to connect with one another. Uh, and so the idea was, you know, 
what's a way that we can connect uh, more fully with one another on a regular basis. And I kind of had this crazy idea to start a podcast together uh, about movies because it's something that we all agree on. Uh, we don't often agree on much, um, but we can agree <laughs> about movies. And so it was really just uh, an idea to connect more fully. Uh, and now we're approaching 150 episodes on the nice. podcast. Um, and uh, it's a really great thing. I often tell people that I think we keep on doing it even if nobody listened um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a way that we connect with one another and it's a way that we have um, really built our relationship uh, over distance. Um, so, and we do that with a shared love of movies. Mm -hmm. So how does, oh boy, that's a fun one. This is going to take us two hours. That's uh, fine. <laughs> Extended version. That's right. Uh, let's go back to Heather. Heather, how does, how does film challenge us? How does it challenge you? Well, I mean, I think it'll make something a film instead of a movie is that it's art and art is not literal. Art um, hints at things. And, and in many ways that it hints at things in the same way the mysteries of God hint at things. And so you can brush up against a reality and you can understand a life in a different way than you can by actually even knowing it in, in person and certainly about reading about it or hearing about it in the news, you know, and you get to walk in those shoes. Um, there are movies that, that Jake and I have discussed in this process, some of which still, like I'm still kind of wrestling with in my mind, certain scenes, certain moments, what are the implications of that? I won't be sharing any titles with you, but I will just let you know that I think that is the, that is the power of, of film. And that is the difference. There was some wonderful um, work put out last week, uh, editorial work, and I think it was Scorsese, wasn't it, Jake, who was really yeah. talking about so much of the lost form of that and as we've done with so many things where we've gone from beautifully scripted programming and tv and yes there's still some of that to this reality programming world where people no longer even recognize the voice of art don't even care you know it would they would rather just see themselves in the mirror again and again and again um and people have lost that sense of the art form and i don't think things have to be highfalutin to be mm -hmm. art they can be about the, the grittiest thing just in any american city or any have to be some elite context for art it's the art aspect i believe is the truth told in a way that is that circumvents the mind and goes to the heart and then later calls the mind back in to process it i think that's a piece of it jake how about you how does film challenge you i i think you know going back to my upbringing uh in you know northwestern wisconsin um film for me it really challenged my worldview uh in a lot of ways and challenged me to see things through the eyes of others uh and in much in what heather is talking about as well um I, I remember actually having a conversation with my mom um about this and uh you know she didn't agree with me at the time but i was trying to tell her that you know mom kill bill is rated r but it's art. <laughs> um, and so you can imagine how that conversation went. I didn't win at the time. Um, but now her and I, you know, talk about that a little bit differently. And, um, you know, not not to say that, you know, Kill Bill is that's a very specific kind of art. But, uh, you know, I, I think I started to realize as my eyes were opened um, by all these different films as I watched them that 
I was really seeing things through the eyes of others. And then uh, very similar to, um, I had a English teacher in high school, uh, in my junior year of high school that encouraged me to use my faith in my writing. Um, and so that was kind of something that I imported into my viewing of films as well. It's like, well, if I'm seeing things differently, then um, obviously, you know, I, I can see Jesus and I can see my faith in these films as well. And so I started to pick up on that um, very early, you know, in high school and then throughout college as well, um, which, by the way, I have to give a shout out to Concordia University, Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> which is actually my alma mater. So <laughs> so that really for me, it it just uh, it, it challenges my preconceived notions about people and the way that I see things. And it helps me to see the world through the eyes of others and in a, in a different way. And it also helps me to see Jesus as well. We're talking with the co-creators of the first Faith and Film Festival at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. Stick around. We have more to share. serves those who serve the Lord to be receivers of the word and to remember where our true help is found. Hear God's word read, preached, confessed, and sung in the broadcast of Daily Chapel from the LCMS International Center in St. Louis weekdays at 10 a.m. on KFUO. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking about the upcoming Faith and Film Festival at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Erica Bennett in studio with us today, Director of Continuing Education at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Also talking with the co-creators, Heather Choate Davis and the Reverend Jacob Wampler, uh, about the, 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 just the, the idea behind uh, a Faith and Film Festival and why a, how film impacts us and, and how we wrestle with it as well. But uh, before we get back into the what could be a four-hour discussion of film. <laughs> Easily. Uh, Erica, the, give us the, the dates and, and just a real quick rundown where it's happening, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so the festival is going to be Thursday, January 3rd through Saturday, January 5th. Um, so over a three-day period. Um, it'll start that Thursday night. Um, and then pick back up all day on Friday and then finish Saturday morning before lunchtime. Um, and just really quick, people will get the opportunity to watch five films during that time. And um, it's going to be great. I, full disclosure, I am not a film person. <laughs> I really have not seen a lot of the films, but I'm super excited to watch some films and talk about them and discuss them. So. Yeah, and each of these films will have its own um, moderator person yes, explaining panel discussion yeah. and yes, so that we get to dig into why why we're why we're watching them. Right, exactly, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Um, so Heather, I wanted to come back uh, to you and, and um, um, talk a little bit further about some things that both you and and uh, Pastor Wumther brought up about um, 
wh- how films challenge us, why they challenge us, um, why why we should watch things are more than maybe um, fluffy versions of what we believe. <laughs> that might be a little harsh. Um, but, <laughs> um, I think that's fair. <laughs> um, but, but like, if I'm if I'm searching through my my streaming service of choice, looking for a good movie to watch, like how I put that, um, and and I run across something that you know the the storyline looks good, the actors look good, it has a good rating, and I get into the movie and then I'm like, oh, this has some scenes that make me feel uncomfortable. Mm. Um, is is that a is, is that okay? And and why why should should we or shouldn't we watch things that that do make us think and maybe maybe do rub our worldview a little bit? Well, it's interesting because it depends why it makes you uncomfortable. This is I mean, true. if you're someone who is uncomfortable, <laughs> are you uncomfortable hearing bad language or seeing any kind of sexuality or anything like that, if that's uncomfortable, well, the sexuality piece, and they'll put that over in a worldview here for a minute. But like, if you're someone <laughs> who's like, oh, I can't watch a movie where people swear, well, you're going to have a very hard time being um, effective in any way in the, uh, the mission of God if you can't hear people swear. So it might be something to try to get used to if you can. And if you can't, then you can't. This won't be your thing. Occasionally, people in real life are going to swear. But I think in things when movies are going to show you things that challenge your world, view that's really our call as human beings we're supposed to love our neighbor how can we love our neighbor if we don't know about their lives how can we love the neighbor who is um, forced to be in circumstances or chosen to be in circumstances or perpetuates a life of circumstances through their own sin just as we do how can we love them if we don't get to um, walk a little bit of their journey and film allows us to do that now just because something has a bunch of content in it that may seem um, vulgar, unseemly or whatever, that doesn't make it art. So I would watch because you have heard and read that something has value and has meaning and then maybe take a chance in something that is out of your your comfort zone, not just blockbusters and start to see like, oh, and that's why we wanted to have this so we can kind of hold people's hands through it who it may be new to this idea of seeing an art house film or a smaller film or something that maybe isn't a subject matter that's uncomfortable and go, hey, look, look at where Christ is shining light through this story. Hey, look at the sense of redemption in this piece here. Can you recognize that? Can you recognize the arc of hope in it? And then give them some tools for watching more in the future. Mm-hmm. Jake, why a, why a faith and film festival? Well, I guess the idea for Heather and I kind of came from um, a little bit of trying to replicate, um, you know, the film world. Uh, They, you know, have the big film festivals like Sundance, Toronto, Chicago, South by Southwest, um, all those different film festivals uh, where people have the opportunity to watch a a number of different films in a short period of time. and that can be challenging, but I think it can also spark a lot of good discussion, a lot of good conversation with other, you know, like-minded film folks. And uh, that was kind of the idea that we had behind, uh, as Erica says, um, mm-hmm. uh, Sundance meets the seminary. I think that's your phrase, <laughs> uh, Erica. Well, actually, um, actually, that's close, Jake. It was a Sundance meets Symposium. Ah, that's what it was. Okay, I had my S's mixed up. Um, Seminary works too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think that was our idea initially. And uh, I have actually never attended a a film festival. 
but uh, so this will be actually my first kind of experience of watching a bunch of movies together with uh, different people. Uh, I do this every award season uh, <laughs> by myself and watch. I will sometimes watch up to three or four films in a day um, if I have the opportunity to do that. So but I think the discussion piece uh, is really important. Um, and, and like Heather's talking about maybe guiding people, holding people's hands a little bit who might not be as familiar with with this idea. Well, I, and I know Heather shared earlier the the and I, and I saw this in the 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 uh, press release as well. The the titles will not be released prior to the festival, but give us an idea of what we're going to be. Heather, can you give us an idea of what we'll be viewing or or how the films are selected for the film festival? Well, I think what we will be viewing is the same as saying, what are the titles? <laughs> I, nice try, though. Um, we, we are going through a range of content. All of these movies, are, and, and nobody will be forced to watch anything um, that they wouldn't want to watch. There'll be breakout section options. So you'll be able to say, oh, I kind of like that genre or that actor, or that sounds like an interesting story to me. And there'll be things for all different palettes, you know, so it's not all going to be of one kind. And then there'll be three different big auditorium screenings that we'll all watch together. Um, and again, there'll be a range, but you should know very clearly by the end of it, why it's been chosen. And if not by the end of the film, then certainly by the end of the conversations. Um, Jake and I have been spending time talking about this for most of the year, going back and forth. And as we've invited the moderators in, then we get their selections of what they would like to talk about. And they've all been chosen because this is what they do. They talk about film in church context. They're all committed Christians, and this is part of their calling to do this. So then we lean into what they're interested in, and then we get that you know palette of flavors across the board. So that's been the process. Who are some of the, the moderators going to be? Are those are those names that, that we can talk about? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Jake, go. Uh, so well, I guess I have to shout out to uh, Professor uh, David Lewis uh, is going to be one of the breakout moderators. And, uh, you know, Professor Lewis and I go back to my seminary days. And uh, I remember just... Uh, nerding out with him when mm -hmm. I found out that he was a movie guy, just like me. Um, and we talked about, uh, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Um, he is, you know, uh, very well known for his love of the big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, and that's just one of, you know, he's, he's got a very diverse palette. So, uh, he really, I think is, is very much, uh, somebody I need to thank for kind of helping this idea to get to where it is today because he uh, has been doing, you know, these types of screenings at the seminary for a number of years now and has really helped to build a film culture at the seminary in the first place. Um, so he's going to be one of the breakout moderators. Uh, we also have uh, somebody special coming in, uh, somebody that I ran across online named uh, Abby Olchesi, and she uh, writes for a number of different sites, Birth Movies Death, dot com also writes for think christian slash film uh she's an up-and-coming uh film critic that also happens to be a christian as well and so uh she'll be uh coming in to do uh some panel uh discussion and also some breakout moderating and then uh, uh dr tim seleska is also coming in as well and i remember uh very vividly nerding out with him about paul <laughs> thomas anderson films while i was at the seminary uh so uh 
those are a few names that come to mind off the top of my head. Uh, Heather and could probably. I want to. I want to mention there. Phil, and I, okay, I need your help because I'm not good with the German pronunciations. His last name is H O H L E. Is that going to be Hoyle or Hole? I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> Phil is going to be giving us an opening talk on Friday morning. That's a specific thing, and he is going to be helping us to frame our lens for the whole experience about how do we recognize the worldviews that people may be entering our church in with, and then how do we learn to adjust our worldviews to see how they're seeing things. And he frames it as a specifically Lutheran call and activity because of our uh, kind of um, tension that we live in theologically anyway. We should be really good at that. Uh, but he is going to be that uh, give an opening framing talk, and he is part of a church replant down in Texas under Barrett Grebling uh, down in Austin called the Axe Lakeside Church, and they actually run out of a movie theater on Sunday mornings. And he create, co-created a talk on uh, cinema and religion out of um, Austin, Concordia, Austin, that they've been teaching for seven years. And now they take all that content in their format, and they do it as a community outreach thing out of the church uh, Axe Lakeside. So we've got people in, participating in this that are incredibly gifted and experienced and are going to really, um, are so excited. They're just like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do something like this for so long. This is so great. So the enthusiasm is really growing. Erica, with just about a half a minute, Thank details you. again. Yes. Okay. So it's um, January 23rd through the 25th. For only $100, you're going to get to see five films, coffee, lunch, Dinner on Friday, drinks, free popcorn the whole time, movie theater snacks, and I have to say, you can also get continuing education credit if you so choose. Mm -hmm. So coming up January 23rd through the 25th at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, films uh, the, the films will be viewed on campus. Yes. Awesome. Very good. And uh, we'll share the link with the program notes today as well. Heather, Jake, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour this morning. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Thank you. Erica, thanks so much for being here. And uh, everybody have a great weekend. Happy Flannel Friday. Happy Flannel Friday. Yay. <laughs> the Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.